so vain I'm pretty sure the song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think the song is about me Don't you, don't you Oh, today in theory Is Saturday, September 12th Was yesterday the 12th? I don't know uh, I forgot to do this job with hints. So we're doing something very special for you in honor of uh, everyone knows everyone's favorite holiday, Saturday, September 12th. Uh, we're doing a special friend of the show guest episode. I'll tell you who it is after I come back. Oh, I don't sing on this part. Anyway, I'll see you in a little bit. It's this job with hints right here on Afterthought Media. Top of the show. Yesterday was Saturday, September 12th, 2020. My name is Joe Batanz, and I'm the host of a little show called This Joe Batanz. Now, where lately, I don't know what the deal is. On Saturdays, I forget to do the show. I don't know why this is a trend we're doing. But uh, I thought to make it up to you, since I have to do two episodes today, and I don't have two episodes worth of things to talk about. I do one of our friend of the show episodes. You know, last time uh, we did this, it was just me talking about the history of me and Mercedes. But that's because I, I think it's hard to get Mercedes on anything. But uh, uh, but today I have a very special friend of the show. It's best friend of the show. There's only one title for best friend of the show. Adam Vaught. Hello, best friend of the show, Adam Vaught. Hello, Joe Batanz. Is it weird to talk to me? In the, is it weird to talk to show Batanz? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, yeah, I have to be Shobatans. You know, the ther- my therapist the other day asked me if he gets Shobatans or Jobatans. And I told him that I get a- he gets a little bit of both. He gets a little bit of both. Can, can I say before we get started, I was just thinking, um, I think that might be my favorite of the uh, the theme songs for your podcast. Oh, really? You never heard it before? No, I've, I, I've heard it. I've heard a few of these episodes. Um, but... Uh, no, I, I think I've always really liked the catching up uh, intro. Yeah, uh, the Golden Girls one has really grown on me. I'm a sure. big fan of that one, yeah. Shady Pines. Yeah, um, I think this one, like every time I hear it, it does make me laugh. <laughs> Thank God, you're the only one. I in the original this Joe Batanz, there were verses, and people were like, "Ugh, can we just get to the show?" I mean, I can imagine maybe hearing it every day might mm-hmm. get a bit much. Well, it's uh, also the verses yeah. were just me switching out the pronouns too. You walked into a party too. I walked into a party. It was it wasn't yeah. they weren't super original verses. It wasn't not like your, they made up all the verses. Most creative of yeah. uh, song. Somebody brought up recently that, that they thought I sang that live every single time. Well, that was what was the one? Oh, it was the news thing on uh, catching oh, up yeah. that I was convinced for the longest time that you were reading it live. Yeah. Like, wow, you did a really good job of that. No, yeah, no. That that, that actually that news thing I remember of everything that might be one of the hardest ones to get right because you have such a small window there that uh, it was hard to get right. Strangely, also the Golden Girls outro is hard to get right too because that's a really short. You only have thirty seconds of music and that's it. Anyway, clearly, but clearly it was tough to do because you didn't update it. No, I actually have updated it now. Oh, you have? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, so the so the I I swap it out on the um, new episodes. 
And Jay Ellis was surprised, which is funny because right before I recorded it, uh, I texted Jay Ellis. I go, what are your socials? And he goes, why? And I said, I'm redoing the outro. And then on the air, he goes, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> I literally seconds before I asked you, he goes, I know, but I didn't think you were going to really do it. Yeah. Like, what? Anyway, Adam, this is not about Jay Ellis. This is not about uh, oh. theme songs. This is about, yeah, this is, people want to know the history of Adam Vaught, Joe Batanz. Because, you know, I, Joe Batanz, consider you, Adam Vaught, my best friend. So, of course, you consider me your best friend. I consider the idea of having a single best friend as an adult to be ridiculous. That is as mm. much as I will say about that. I say I, I have told you before, I think you are probably the closest person in my life. Mm-hmm. And that and that includes my family. Mm-hmm. Like I there's nobody who I am closer with in mm-hmm. my life than you. Yeah. But you just hate so you don't you're not in the labels. I'm just not a, I, I'm not a fan of the title best friend. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have a great history with best friends. You know, Jonathan was yeah, my best friend too. for a long. Yeah. Jonathan. So. Well look, Jonathan and I had a great run. I mean that was what like <laughs> wait, wait, did you? Yeah, well. A long run. <laughs> Let me rephrase. A long run. Yeah. That was a long run. I would say a good at least 10 years. You might say I mean, the last from, five or from, Roughly from the time you and I met. I mean, you, because you were still at, at Princeton Review when you met Jonathan, right? I was wrapping up my time there, but yeah, I was still there. I was, I was okay. just like on the legs of leaving. Does Princeton uh, Review get mentioned on these podcasts? I think you. Yeah, actively... Mike. Mike's weird about it. I'm not weird about it. So mm-hmm. that, that's actually how we'll start. Is so that's you tell that segues yeah. into us meeting. That, so how, I'll let you tell. Look, I'm, I'm constantly talking on these things. They're sick of me. How do you remember us meeting? Okay, I feel like there are two like pivotal moments in our friendship. Yeah. Uh, one would be us meeting. I'll, the quick version would be. Um, I applied for a job. It was my freshman year of college. I was I was 19 years old, mm-hmm. going to Orange Coast Community College, and I applied for a job to teach at the Princeton Review. Yeah, um, I gave what uh, you have told me and many other people um, was the the worst interview I think you've ever uh, sat through. One of the worst interviews. Um, and then so so then you did you did eventually end up hiring me. Yeah, and then the other pivotal moment would be the Dallas trip. Uh, Three well, or four years okay. Later. I think you're missing out some very key points. No, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just so the overview. The, the overview. Yeah, yeah. the thirty-five thousand feet overview. Those, yeah, it's like those were two two pivotal moments in our relationship. Well, in, in, I mean, in classic Joe Batanz fashion, you you said some very key uh, things. One of them being that you were nineteen. Yes. Two is so the Prince you had a, a major task ahead of it. They had gotten this grant to teach thousands of students. Were you coming under the grant? Is that what it was, or just a regular teaching job? No, I think it was just a regular teaching job. Oh, okay, so, so we're just hiring teachers. And Adam I had applied, and I had these resumes, right? <laughs> and people sent resumes all the time, but this one resume came through. I don't know what idiot sent this resume. I'm not saying it was yeah. you. I'm not saying it was you. Sure. But it had Adam's entire resume, but the part where his name and contact information was a giant black bar. He had faxed it. So, yeah. So can I jump in? So, like, the top of it has my name, my address, and my phone number. And there's, like, a black, a thin black outline around all of that. Uh And as it faxed, it just filled in that whole space inside the black outline. Yeah, but I see baseball player... Uh, I can surmise that you're 19 based on your graduation year and stuff like that. And I'm all like, okay, this guy sounds hot. <laughs> so 
I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do work. Cause usually I would have just thrown it in the trash. I'm like, fuck this. Send a, send a, a fax correctly. But you yeah. know, I see, you know, 19 year old baseball player and I'm like, okay, who's this hot little number? Right. So I, and this is Adam. Oh God. Adam Watts told this story a hundred thousand times. So then I call one of his old employers. Mm-hmm. This woman answers and she goes, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. Adam, I'll get a hold of him and have him call you. And then sure enough, he calls and then we set up the interview. Go now, go ahead. This is your favorite part. You tell it at every cocktail party. Every time this comes up, go ahead. The, the person that you talked to on the phone was mm-hmm. uh, Nicole Brown Simpson's younger sister. Yeah. Was she hot? Yes. She's oh, very she attractive. Do you think she had a thing for you? There's like funny stories about that. And that's not worth getting into now. Nothing, nothing, nothing ever came of it. Uh, I was a super awkward 19 year old, but there were like jokes being made in the office that like she like thought it was cute. I don't know how he walked into this interview. Now, I don't know how you grew into your head because I would almost now say that your head is a even on the smaller side for size for your body. But at the yeah, t- it's possible that it trunk because I did have a gigantic head in high school. Yeah, you had a did people tease you about it? No, the only reason I know that is because of baseball. I we would actually have to get measured, and I had the largest head on the team. I had the largest hat size on the team. But but your head hasn't really shrunk. I mean, you still wear the same hat size, I imagine, right? I mean, I haven't been measured for a hat in since I stopped playing baseball, so I don't know. Presumably, my head is the same size. Yeah, but now I would say it 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 teeters on the small side for you. Anyway, <laughs> he looked at Timber Toe from Highlights Magazine, walks in. And look, at the at the Prince Review, the interview, which by the way, oh, I should have brought this up on throwing down. I'll bring it up. Okay, wait. Let me let me tell stories right here. I gotta write some things down. I gotta tell the story about getting pulled over. And I have to tell you said something else that reminded me of a story I gotta tell on the on this job. Getting I don't remember the story of getting pulled over, but Oh, I got pulled over this week. Oh, 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 okay. Um pulled over and then didn't I call you right after and say thank you, Prince Interview, for Always teaching oh, me. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, at Prince Interview, they uh, the the way you got interviewed, we had to teach something non-academic for five minutes. People would come in like our friend Jen Mendel. Mm-hmm. She taught how to order a bottle. It was actually it's so funny because it's so cool and interesting. And Jen Mendel is neither cool nor interesting, but she taught the sign language you would need to order a drink at a bar. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, uh, at a loud bar. Adam decided he was going to dye his hair. Yeah. And it all went wrong. Mm-hmm. It stunk up the room. Did we have to cancel the interviews? Because it canceled. Well, oh, you happened to be the oh. end. It's a typical Joe Batancing of the story. There was no canceling of the interview. What happened? No, it just, it just went off terribly. And then you just moved on. There were, I, there were like, what, 10 people interviewing that day? and we Did were you in, like, know it went off terribly? What's that? Did you know it went terribly? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding uh, me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was very well aware. So then I call him in, and uh, I said, I'll give you a second. It was so bad I had to call him in. Did I call anybody else in or just you? I mean, as far as I know, it was just me. Uh, and, and just so you know, you aren't the only ones. When there were circumstances that like I was like, okay, this person might be good. They just need another chance. I would call them in for another shot. And uh, you came in. Then the next time you came in, you just talked to me. Do you remember what it was? I don't remember. Yeah, I taught how to how to make fancy top ramen. Oh, that is a good one. 
And then and then you started teaching at Princeton Review. And then uh, did we? Re- I don't think after I trained you, did I train you or did? Uh, yes, I think you tra- you trained the you trained the verbal, I believe. Oh, and Alex trained the math, right? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which coincidentally, Alex was my Princeton Review teacher when I was in high school. Okay, Alex is our my friend, another former best friend who things went awry with him. So uh, I'm really have a good, but you and I have a good track record. We never had a big fight. You did. So uh, anyway, so then you teach at Princeton Review for, but like you you were going to UCLA eventually, and you kept teaching for Princeton Review though, right? When you were at UCLA, a little bit here and there, here and there, you taught at Princeton Review, and then how did you and I reconnect? Well, we, I do remember when I transferred up to UCLA. I feel like the the communication that you and I had was through AOL Instant Messenger. Okay. Which I feel like you were a prolific user of. Yes, because uh, Jonathan um, used to talk and stuff, yeah. Yeah. And then I at some point in time that just transitioned into us talking on the phone. Um, and I don't know why that happened, but I think at at some point we just established the phone relationship um that we have maintained now for the last twenty one years. I, I I remember you and I were clearly talking, but you were in town and Jonathan and I were gonna hang out anyway. I think this is when I was going to introduce you to Jonathan. Uh-huh. And um, I told you what to wear. And <laughs> Jonathan, and you showed up in that outfit. It wasn't anything. It was like a t-shirt, jeans, and like uh, yeah, yeah. some sneakers. And Jonathan, even to like when Jonathan and I stopped talking, he would constantly bring up how he was so fascinated that you just showed up and what I asked you to wear. I don't remember this. I don't remember that either, but I, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, the only reason I know that story because Jonathan would bring it up. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and then, and then you and I started hanging out and then, yeah, then what happened? I think we just sort of kind of KIT'd and then you got a weird job, like selling CDs, selling computer software, PlayStation video games. This Mm -hmm. was, uh, this was the, the fall and winter of 2003. Yeah. That's a very important time in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I had just graduated college. It's my yeah. first job and I was using it to pay off student loans. And every week it was my myself and my friend Baraglio, who I went to high school mm-hmm. with. We yeah. were working for our other friend's dad's company. Um, yeah. And every week we get sent to a different city yeah. to sell this like shitty computer software and CDs at these like SWAT meets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we were going to be paid to fly from place to place. And instead we decided that we would drive because it meant we'd save money um, and we could just pocket the travel money. So it, where I was in my life, and this is very important, is I was essentially fired by the Princeton Review. I wasn't fired per se. It was more like iced out. Because the Princeton Review essentially, and you know this, Adam, was you were always unemployed. What I mean is like they hired you to teach. And if you didn't teach, then you were unemployed. You know, So they stopped giving me teaching gigs. Paul made a conscious effort. He had told people at the Princeton Review that he wanted to like – um, I guess boost me out of the. Not, I don't know. It, it, it sounded well intentioned, but it really wasn't. Because without telling me, he'd have a meeting with me and say, "Listen, I think you need to move on with your life." He yeah, was just like, like, "They they gave you the slow fade." Yeah, they gave me the slow fade, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Holy shit!" And I'd been writing music videos for Jeff Gordon at the time, but that wasn't paying any bills. I only got, I only landed like one out of every hundred music videos. And so I decided to start Undergrad Industries, my company, but I had a – what I found out later was useless in California, but at the time I was honoring it, uh, a one-year non-compete clause after I stopped working there. 
So I was waiting out that non-compete clause before I started undergrad industries. I knew I was going to start it, but I just had to wait out a year. And so I was broke as a joke with a guy who's a bloke. I don't know what else rhymes with joke. And um, who's about to croak. And uh, you, I remember I was really broke. I had applied to the Disney Fellowship, too. I had just applied. Yeah. So I was waiting for the Disney Fellowship stuff to come in. And um, you called me. Why did you? Why? I don't, think, I don't know if you've ever, I've ever talked about this. Why did you call me and ask me to go? I, well, honestly, like the details of that time period, especially in our relationship, are like hazy for me. Yeah. But I think it, like every week I would have like at least a full day or two where I'd be on the road and you were just, I mean, and this is to a certain degree, like the beauty of our relationship. You were just a reliable person I could call and we could just chat and it was always very entertaining. And so yeah. I, I have a feeling that you and I were probably talking a lot on the phone when I was like driving between Bakersfield and Billings, Montana. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Lawton, Oklahoma and Kansas City, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think we were probably just on the phone. And and so we got to a point as it got closer and closer to Christmas, these swap meets got busier and busier. And we kept having to hire people from temp agencies. Mm-hmm. And the people that you hire from temp agencies in like Tacoma, Washington are crazy people, it yeah. turns out. And so we knew going into this Dallas show that we were going to be super busy. And I had told my boss, yeah. um, Gary K. Wolf, that we needed some extra help. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he gave, like gave us, I can't remember, I think we paid you 500 bucks maybe. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, 500 bucks to like drive out there with us and work for the week. Yeah, and so I did it. I needed that money to pay bills. I think it, I think it immediately went to bills. Like I yeah. don't think it, like I think it was just gone. Is his bills, and uh, I I but it was a fun trip. I remember it's so funny because it's so. It probably was one of the last. It's an interesting trip because we were probably coming to the end of a very important era in history. I know it sounds weird. Where it was the, the iPod wasn't even out yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I think the iPod was a year away or something. And, uh, so we just had like a portable, we used your dad's, uh, ex- expedition, right? And, uh, it was like, why didn't your dad's CD player work? Um, I can't remember. He may not have had one. No, no, he definitely had a CD player because, yeah, I mean, I had because I had a whole booklet of CDs. Yeah, but we, we had to use a portable radio for the CD player. Yeah, we had, I, this is, I don't know why this was the case, uh, particularly for that trip, because most of the trips we would rent like a big, um, like U-Haul type van and drive mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we got a boom box. Yeah. And we would hook the boom box up so that we could play CDs on it. Like, I mean, it was just an absurd, like, the type of thing that would make sense if it was like 1988, but yeah. it was 2003. And for some reason we're still playing music out of some like shitty boombox that's powered by like, D batteries. Yeah. And, um, we just, for some reason, I don't remember us listening to any other album except for Abbey road. Yeah. I Yeah. That's weird. I do have like, we spent, I mean, it's, it's 24 hours of driving yeah. each direction. Yeah. We basically spent four days in the car and all I can remember is listening to is the Beatles. Yeah, and uh, and talking, but nowadays we would have popped on a bunch of podcasts. We would have, oh, been, yeah, It'd be great, uh, yeah, or Sirius Satellite Radio, or like a million things that keep you company and busy and entertained. Um, but uh, like I remember when I just recently with Carlo, God, this was a. I wish I, could, I had a, mi- a million of these. It was just the right amount, but 
when Carlo and I drove back from the Bay Area, yeah, we started Dear John, and it's like Dear John is like literally oh, yeah. seven hours or something. So like it was like just the right amount of time for that entire trip to San Francisco from San Francisco and to it's LA. Perfect because it's not like it's not like it's a great podcast, but it's engaging enough that it makes yeah. the drive. Yeah, yeah, it flew by. I, I don't, I barely remember the drive. I just remember just it, it, it flying by. So, uh, anyway, so we go to, we, this first stop was in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Well, is it even worth going through this chapter and verse, the trip to Dallas? We just got, we just got really close. We went to the Kennedy assassination. We had barbecue, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, at Sunny Bryant's, which I, at the time I didn't know anything about barbecue. I'm sure it's just a totally mediocre barbecue place, but well, you know what's so funny about Sunny Bryant's? I don't even remember the food. I just remember they kept walking around with constant, endless pot buttered rolls. Yeah, and it was well, it was like cornbread, I think. And it was delicious. Oh, that what it was? Well, we're gonna have to leave it on that note. We only got to like two thousand and three, Adam. But that's why these friend of the shows are so important. You know what? I should have Mercedes on for the next one. I think it's better to have the person on with you. Oh, for sure. There you go. But we'll do it next time, uh, right here on this show. But Tans, you can only get it one place. It's called Afterthought Media. We'll see you tomorrow.